At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the New York City Cast with Will Hill, presented by Bet Rivers. Welcome to the New York City Cast, presented by Bet River Sportsbook. A Tuesday show for you. Ryan Rothstein of the Philadelphia City Cast is going to join us. We'll talk some NBA playoffs. Uh, I think we're going to get into a little bit because he's got some strong thoughts, as do I, about the MVP. As Embiid was not named the MVP, Jokic was given it, as we all expected, uh, off an incredible year. And boy, uh, just, you know, the amount of controversy over this is just incredible to me. People slamming Jokic. I mean, can you read the stat? Jokic, just one of the all-time great seasons on a terrible team, wins the MVP, and people are up in arms about it because his team got knocked out in the first round. So we'll get into that. Might get a little feisty. So looking forward to that with Ryan as always. Uh, a lot to do in terms of baseball. Both teams back in action after what has been, you know, a weird four or five days with the Yankees off Thursday and then getting rained out Friday and Saturday. Mets also getting rained out Friday and Saturday, then off yesterday. Yankees played an afternoon game uh, against the Rangers yesterday. Hopefully you tailed along and took the Rangers plus one and a half because uh, the Yankees scored one, and that was all that we, they needed. Boy, baseball is really uh, – look, I know pitching is uh, – I love pitching as much as anyone. Pitching is fun to watch. Everyone loves a good pitcher's duel, but it's becoming a little too much. Nobody can hit the ball out of the infield. and. Yesterday, both teams had no hitters going into like the fifth or sixth inning, just ground ball after ground ball, strikeout after strikeout. It's just uh, not that exciting to watch. But the Yankees have really not hit ever since you know these, this string of rainouts. The three days off, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they come back Sunday. They score six runs in two games, and they scored one yesterday. So they had a three-game series against Texas, who's not a great pitching team, where they score seven runs in three games. But hey, they win two of them. So uh, 
you know, you take the wins, you put them in your pocket, you win another series, and off you go. Uh, but still, Yankees got to get the bats going here. Yank the bats have quietly uh, quietly gone quiet once again. You know, Donaldson doesn't do anything. Gallo strikes out a million times. Uh, Torres has hit the ball nicely, and you know that's an encouraging sign for the Yankees. He's a guy who was on track to be a star a few years ago. You know, MVP candidate type player. Uh, he has kind of found his form again. You know, the exit velocity, the power, all of those numbers after a really bad 2021 season uh, have started to come back to a, a point here with Torres where. You know, they're at where you want him to be. So good job by Torres. Judge has played out of his mind. You know, he's on the short list of MVPs. Although if you see what Otani's doing, Otani, I think, hit a grand slam last night. Had seven shutout innings with 11 strikeouts against the Red Sox last Thursday. So Otani's going to be tough to beat for this MVP if he just does anything like he did last year. Uh, and he's on his way to doing so. Barring an injury, Otani's probably going to win the MVP. Some of these guys, I, I know Jason Weingarten, who's, I think he'll be on the show tomorrow. Has him for a significant amount of money. We'll just leave it at that. At uh, Otani four to one to win the MVP. Otani is now minus one ten at Bet Rivers to win the award. So you're already seeing those plus figures go away. And, and look, rightfully so. He's one of the best hitters in the league. He's one of the best pitchers in the league. It's hard to be more valuable than that. Uh, also, last night before we get to what's going on today, Yankees taking on the Blue Jays in a big series. Mets in Washington to hopefully beat up on the Nationals. You would think. As their pitcher's still undecided, but Washington is pitching Corbin. Uh, I'll just give you that as a bet right now. Mets team total over four and a half. If you look at Corbin's numbers, they are awful. Awful. He has basically been batting practice since the start of, really since the start of 2020. You know, he was great for them in that World Series run in 2019. Pitched great against the Dodgers. And I think it was that game five out of the bullpen. You know, it was really just dominant that whole postseason. Um, and really a big reason why they won the World Series, you know, pitched on short rest, pitched out of the bullpen, you name it. He's been awful since all of his numbers this year are just awful. Exit velocity, you know, hard hit percentage, spin rate, fastball velocity, every single number is in the bottom, you know, 20% of the league. He has just been basically batting practice. So I'll go Mets team total over four and a half. And plus, you know, the weather finally starting to get a little warmer here as we enter mid-May. Like I mentioned, it's been just brutal on the East Coast. It's been cold. It's been rainy. Uh, as the weather gets a little warmer here, you figure the ball starts to travel a little bit better, better for offense, better for hitters. So Mets team total over four and a half. Like I said, it, the line has come up and down here because the Mets, I guess, are undecided. I'm recording this on Tuesday afternoon, one o'clock, and Mets still haven't named a pitcher. So uh, this won't affect the Mets, uh, you know, whether they have a pitcher or not. Mets team total is going to stay the same. So over four and a half for the Mets team total. Would expect them to get on track and uh, have a good weekend here in Washington. Good week in Washington. Win two out of three at bet at worst. You know, maybe hopefully sweep them if you're the Mets. Uh, and the Mets, look, you got a six-game lead. You got a chance to put some distance here. You already got a nice little cushion, a six-game lead in the lost column. You know, you sweep the Nationals. You beat the Mariners two out of three. You got a chance here. I know it's early. I know it's May. But look, the statistic, I think it's 75% of the teams that are in first place on Memorial Day go on to win the division. So uh, these games all count. And if you get an eight, nine, ten-game lead, you got a chance to run and hide. And I think the Mets have an opportunity to do that uh, over the next few weeks. Really the same with the Yankees. As the Yankees host the Blue Jays tonight, Severino against Kikuchi. Yankees minus 160 at Bet Rivers. Blue Jays are plus 142. Um, I would expect, let's see, I mean, both team totals over three and a half. I, I like the Yankees tonight, but the 160 is a little high. You could take Toronto plus one and a half, but then you lay minus 160. I don't have a play I love on this game. Is 
know, if you go through, the, go to the Bet Rivers app, there's a ton of options in terms of player props, strikeout props. So maybe, what do we have here for Severino strikeouts? I think Severino is over. Let's see, five and a half strikeouts here. Yeah, that would be a way I would go here if you can get Severino over five and a half strikeouts. Uh, you figure, you know what, pitch count starting to build up, arm strength starting to build up. He can give you a good six plus innings, get a strikeout an inning. Uh, against the Blue Jays lineup that does swing and miss. So that would be one I would go to with the Severino strikeouts over five and a half at Bet Rivers. And look, big series for the Yankees. Big series for the Yankees. They have a chance here before they play Tampa Memorial Day weekend. Uh, they have a chance to kind of pull away just like the Mets do where they play. Now the schedule's been easy. It's been a lot of Royals. It's been a lot of Tigers and Guardians and Orioles. Really the only team over 500 they played, I think, is Toronto. Other than that, even Boston, who, you know, you, you come into that thinking, all right, this is a tough series. Uh, Boston, like we've mentioned yesterday, has played awful. Uh, so the Yankees have had a tough, have had an easy schedule. It'll get tougher, obviously, but just going through the schedule, the next two are against Toronto. And then they get four in Chicago, which won't be easy. Four in Baltimore, which, look, you should get three of those at least. Then they are home for the White Sox for three, and then home for the Orioles for three before they play Tampa Memorial Day weekend. So, uh, like I mentioned, just a weird scheduling quirk where they have 14 games against the, only the Orioles and the White Sox. Just kind of a weird alternating schedule there where, look, you already got a, a little bit of a cushion on these teams. If you can play well here and go, I don't know, let's see, between the two Blue Jays games and then the 14 against Baltimore and the White Sox, can you go, let's see, 16 games. Could you go 11-5? and five? If you go 11-5, and five, you're going to be in pretty good shape by the time you see Tampa. And that'll take you almost until June. So you could say it's early, but it doesn't stay early forever. And they do have a four-game lead on Tampa. So you'd like to go, you know, 11-5 and five in this 16-game stretch. You have a four-game lead in the loss on Tampa. You have a five-game lead in the loss on Toronto. Baltimore, obviously, you don't worry about. Wow, Baltimore 12-17. and 17. Uh, that, I have their under. i got to check what I have their under at. But that might, might be a little tight. Who knows? It's still... Early enough where, look, some of these bad teams, they just go a month where they, you know, win six or seven games and lose basically every day. But, you know, the Red Sox, you have a 11-game lead in the lost column. Tampa four, Toronto five. So if you go 11-5 and five in these next 16, you got a chance to stretch this lead from three, four, up to six, seven. And that's the idea. Just put yourself in a position where you have some breathing room. You need a team to really get hot. Or you need to really get cold in order for them to catch you. So Yankees and Mets both in action tonight. Both have a chance over the next two or three weeks to kind of open up some distance. Not to say pull away and put the division away. It's too early for that. But you got a chance here, like I said, with the Mets. You get a seven, eight, nine-game lead. Mets are already at six. Yankees are already at four in the loss. You get that up to eight, nine, double digits. You're in a position where you're going to be very, very hard to catch here. And, and again, the schedule's been easy especially for the Yankees, but also for the Mets. But you got a chance here with a good couple of weeks of baseball to put yourself in good position to win that division. Remember, there's two buys now where the rest of the teams have to play that two out of three. If you have the best record or the top two record in your league, in the American League or the National League, so four total, you don't have to play the best of three. You go right to the best of five division round. So that's something to keep an eye on. So Yankees in action tonight. I like, like over Severino for strikeouts. Mets in action tonight. I like team total over four and a half. Uh, Rangers are off. They play tomorrow. Boy, that was ugly last night. That was really ugly. Uh, I had the Rangers last night, and they score early. They scored pretty quickly to make it one nothing. You're feeling pretty good. All right, 
we're down 2-1, but here we are. We're up one nothing. We'll bounce back after a tough loss game three on Saturday. And before you know it, boom, it's 1-1, it's 2-1, it's 3-1. And I think, I, I think <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh is still scoring. My goodness, that was a an ugly performance from the Rangers. Now, Igor is going to get a lot of uh, grief. And look, I don't know enough hockey to, to really break this down, but... All the hockey people I know and listen to say that wasn't really on him. It was more the defenseman, Matador defense, that kind of thing. So we'll see if the Rangers can bounce back. They are favored tomorrow. Uh, that is Rangers minus 135. Total is six. Look, you just take it one day at a time here. If, if you're the uh, if you're the Rangers, just try to you know force the game six on the road. And you say, you know what? If we can steal game six, here we we're we're back home. We're even, and we're back home for game seven. So. Not going to be easy. You're down three games to one. You haven't played well. But remember, uh, I mentioned this, I think, yesterday. Their Stanley Cup run in 2014, they played the Penguins in the first round, and they were down three games to one. And they had game five in Pittsburgh and game seven in Pittsburgh. So they won a game seven on the road. They won a game five on the road. Now, look, that's eight years ago now, which hard to believe that's eight years ago. But So I don't know if there's a whole lot of correlation between this year and, and that year, but... Uh, it's hockey. There's, there's sometimes not a correlation between game to game either. So you play well tomorrow. You feel good about yourselves and you get this thing to three, two, who knows? You, you see what happens in game six. Penguins are obviously a huge favorite to win the series minus 700 at bet rivers, Rangers plus four sixty. So, uh, Rangers have their work cut out for them. Got to win three in a row to keep their season alive. You know, you figure the way things have gone, Pittsburgh gets one of these three games, but Hey, you make it three, two, you, you go on the road for game six and, uh, try to just take it one day at a time and even things up. So NHL playoffs have been good. Uh, like, like, you know, just you get crazy things in the NHL playoffs. Like uh, 2-1 last night, Washington was about to go up three games to one on Florida, who was heavily favored in that game, in that series. I saw the live line, and Florida was actually plus 1,400, down 2-1 to one pretty late, which seems like a lot, and it was a lot because seconds later it was tied 2-2, and then Florida wins it in overtime. So... Um, the futures markets have adjusted as these series have been really interesting. Colorado advances, they're plus 180. Florida plus 550. This is to win the whole thing. Calgary 7 to 1. Tampa 12 to 1. Toronto 12 to 1. Carolina 14 to 1. Edmonton 17 to 1. Pittsburgh 17 to 1. The Wild are 18 to 1. The Bruins are 21 to 1. The Blues are 27 to 1. And then the Rangers, if you're feeling frisky, if you believe, are 50 to 1. So, hey, you know what? Uh, these series can turn. I mean, look at the Sixers and the Heat, and we're going to talk about that series and a lot of other things coming up in a minute with Ryan Rothstein. But the Sixers, their numbers got way out of whack. They were 8-1 to one to win that series. They were like 30-something to one to win the title when it looked like Embiid wasn't going to come back. Then he comes back. All of a sudden, it's 2-1. And now the Sixers are in the mix. I think they're 14-1 to one to win the title. They're basically a coin flip to win this series, a slight underdog, so not quite a coin flip. So these things can change quickly. So if you don't have anything on the Rangers, you want to get involved, you can maybe just play them game by game. Or you can go to Bet Rivers and say, you know what? I'll take you up on your 50 to 1. I believe in the Rangers here, and I think they'll make a run. So hopefully the Rangers keep it alive tomorrow. Force the game six. We'll get some drama out of that series. So that is tomorrow. Baseball teams in action tonight. Rangers in action tomorrow. Coming up next, Ryan Rostein. We'll get into some NBA. We'll get into some MVP discussion. We'll talk about all that and a lot more. That is next. This is the New York City Cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. It's hockey playoff time, and Bet Rivers has a special offer through the entire NHL playoffs. Throughout the playoffs, place three same-game parlays of $10 or more on each round and receive a $10 free bet at the conclusion of each round. Think of it as a betting hat trick. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Create your ideal combo with same-game parlays on the Bet Rivers app or at BetRivers.com. 
Must be 21 or older. Available in New York only. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. All right, earlier Ryan Rothstein and I discussed a number of things, including tonight's Sixers heat game, NBA futures. Uh, I think we touched a little bit on the Mavs and the Suns. We got into a, a cordial MVP debate, but passionate on both sides. So that is next. Here's my conversation with Ryan. All right, so let's get into it. Uh, here we go. Game day for 76ers fans, and more importantly, James Harden, Joel Embiid, and the crew. Uh, we're crossing over, as we've mentioned, with Will Hill, host of the New York City cast. So uh, let's have some fun here with Will. We'll uh, break it all down, see what he thinks uh, about some of these NBA games and everything else happening. What's up, Will? What's up, Ryan? Yeah, we're a little afternoon. Lowry has been ruled out for the Heat, so maybe that means more Duncan Robinson. Uh, the runner-up MVP maybe a little bit fired up tonight in Embiid. So, boy, this series really turned in about 48 hours. It looked Thursday night they ruled Embiid out, which to me is is not only sketchy, it's wrong. Like, they're completely manipulating the injury report. Uh, I had a problem with that. Even though I'm rooting for Philly, I'm happy he's playing. Uh, but look, it looked like they were on their way to being swept, and he's back. They win game three, win game four, both of them pretty comfortably. And here we are, I think. I don't know how you feel. I think Philly's the better team. I don't know that Miami, you know, looks the part of a one seed. They're flawed. They really only have hero in terms of three-point shooting. Like I said, maybe they use Duncan Robinson tonight, but, boy, they don't look the part here of a one seed. No, they don't. Uh, you know, the 76ers right now look head and shoulders better. But the story for me so far through four games, Will, has been shooting. And you can say that about any basketball game, but it's been – it's been a huge variance. You look at the first two games, the Heat shot the ball well, the Sixers were terrible. Uh, series transitions back to Philly. Not only do they get Joel Embiid back, but you know they're making 50% of their three-point shots. So that certainly helps things. Uh, I'm curious to see how it shifts now with Joel Embiid and on the road, right? Like, can the Sixers continue to shoot how they've been shooting? Uh, and I would assume Miami's going to you know, play a little bit better. What's your gut here? I think Philly wins game six, and I, I don't know if they win tonight or win game seven. I think they'll get a split in these road games, though. I, I have a feeling Philly's marching on to the conference finals. I just think they're going to erase the bad vibes, everything that happened last year against Atlanta. Uh, I felt pretty good about them. Really coming into the playoffs, obviously the Embiid injury was a scare. First the thumb, then the face. But it's just kind of broken right for him. It's the better side of the bracket. Uh, I, I kind of get the sense I, I'm going to take them tonight plus the points. I kind of got the feeling they're going to win tonight and win game six. I, I do feel like Philly's the better team and is moving on. Do you have a gut instinct in terms of what happens tonight and the rest of the way? I think this is the game they need to get. Um, and I hope that's the, you know, that's the message in the locker room. Like treat this almost like a game seven. You have the momentum. Uh, you, you've sort of punched them right in the throat. Let, let's let's keep delivering these knockout blows here. If they get this game, I think the series is over. Uh, they being the 76ers, uh, you can get them at plus three right now at Bet Rivers Sportsbook here in PA. Uh, you can also take them on the money line plus 123. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm taking the 76ers just straight up on the money line to to steal this game, if you will, in Miami now. Uh, I'm with you. What uh, what do they have for futures now? Because you could have got Miami eight to one to win the series. They went down like thirty to one to win it all. I'm sure those numbers have been adjusted. I know the series obviously has, where it's basically just a mirror of Game Five, where uh, Miami's like minus a dollar forty five here at Bet Rivers to win the series, which is crazy. It was minus like two thousand some places uh, Friday or Thursday after that announcement with Embiid. Uh, 
what's your thoughts here? Do you think Philly, uh, obviously, if they win this, they're going to be up against it, whether it's Boston or Milwaukee. Do you think Philly here can make a run as we pull up the numbers here at Bet Rivers? 14 to 1 to win the title, 550 to win the East. Any of those intrigue you? Uh, the 14 to 1 does. The 14 to 1 does. I mean, that's essentially what you could have gotten them at for pretty much the entire second half of the regular season. Um, so the 14 to one is, is not a bad number to win the title right now. Plus five fifty to win the East. I I don't love it. Uh, what about you? I'm already so invested. I agree. I, if I had nothing, 14 to one to win the, to win the whole thing would be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there'll be underdogs against Milwaukee and Boston. So maybe, you know, you just play it game by game, uh, series by series, and go that way. But that's it's not imp- it's not terrible. Fourteen to one's not terrible. It's wide open. It's more wide open than usual. Usually, you have that dominant Warriors team or a dominant LeBron team. You know, there's eight teams left. It's about to be seven. Memphis is about to go bye bye. But other than that, of the seven remaining, I feel like all of these teams can make a case. Like the Dallas can say, "Look, we have Luca. We're tied two two. Phoenix is obviously is great. Uh, you know, Golden State." is pretty much in the conference finals here. They've got a good team. I think you look around, it's a, it's a pretty wide open field from here on out. See, the Bucks at plus 350 to win the East actually intrigues me a little bit. Does it? Yeah, I mean, that was a tough one last night. They had a chance to really punch their ticket and go up three games to one. They were led by, what, 12 or 13 in the second half. They just, yep. I think Giannis got exhausted and Boston hit every shot and, Al Horford, seventy six Hall of Famer in a Celtics uniform. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. (laughs) That's a tough one. That's a guy Boston didn't resign. Then Philly, of course, trades him to OKC just to dump the contract. And then OKC trades him. What they trade him for? Kemba Walker and like the sixteenth pick, something like that. And boy, he's turned back the clock. I mean, he hit big shot after big shot. He defends. I've always liked him as a player, but boy, that was a. He's had an incredible resurgence here in this postseason. No, he has. I mean, even since he's been back with Boston, it's like he he looked in Philadelphia, Will, he looked like he was, you know, he should have retired years prior. Like He just looked completely shot and uh, inept as a basketball player, and now he's dropping 30 in, like, a crucial game four in the second round of the playoffs. Unbelievable. Now, what's going on in Philly? Because I'm on Twitter way too much. Are there going to be lawsuits over this M- MVP? Because uh, can I just let everyone in Philly know something? Jokic, you guys can call these nerd stats. Jokic averaged 28, 14, and 8 on 58% shooting. Can we can we leave Jokic alone? Jokic had a great year. Embiid did too, but Jokic no, was unbelievable. No, we can't leave him alone. It's oh Philly. Oh, my goodness. It's Philly. I, listen, I'm not going to speak for the city, but I, I understand how great Jokic is. He's a unicorn. He's actually one of my favorite players outside of the city of Philadelphia. But you look at Joel Embiid, man, and listen, you, you – this happens often, even when there's not a Philadelphia player in, in the mix, I think, in the MVP debate. When one of the guys that could have or should have gotten gotten the award are still in the playoffs and the guy that got it is not, it's going to get overblown. <laughs> like, you know, Joel Embiid is carrying this team. He missed the two games of this series. Now his presence is argu- arguably going to win them the series. Like, all of that ain't helping, and Philadelphia fans are just – uh out of their minds, including myself. I think it, it's – you're right, but it's such a weak argument. Are you telling me if you put Jokic on the Sixers, they're not going to beat the Raptors? Like, Jokic, first of all, has a garbage team with Will Barton and Forbes and you know Aaron Gordon maybe is his second best player. They're playing Golden State where Philly had to deal with Toronto, so it's not the same thing. 
No, I mean, listen, I understand. I understand. I think Jokic, if he switches spots with Joel Embiid, um, the Sixers are probably right where they're at right now. Yeah, it's Harden, just... Jokic, Maxi, Tobias Harris. Look, Tobias Harris is overpaid, and he becomes a lightning rod because of his contract, and he's not a great player. Which he's is been what great. You want. He's been really playoffs. good. He's been really kind of the secret weapon for Philly. He's been yeah. an unsung hero. He's been really good. So I think this idea that neither neither guy had any help, like Jokic had no help. And B, you know, okay, he dealt with the Simmons thing. He only had Harden for part of the year. But Maxie's going to be an all-star. Harris is a good player. Danny Green, you know, is a useful player. To me, Embiid had the much better roster than Jokic. I would agree. I would agree that Embiid's roster is better. Um, I still think throughout the regular season, I think the Ben Simmons stuff is is fair to bring up, man. Like, it was a circus here for months and months and months pre-James Harden. And, listen, it's a good problem to have, but... Making that trade, it's not an easy adjustment. Joe uh, Embiid and Harden are running twenty pick and rolls per game together. Unstoppable. Yeah, but like my point is, and it may sound ridiculous, but prior to Harden getting here, Embiid was running four or five pick and rolls per game. So he just completely changed on a dime, like his entire offensive flow and preference of where he gets the ball, and he's still dominant. Like. That may be a small point, but oh no, Embiid's, Embiid's great. just been unbelievable. I don't think anybody Embiid's deserving of the MVP. I think that's just the bottom line point for Philly fans. Not that Jokic isn't, but so I is agree. Embiid. I agree, and I think that's where my issue comes in, where people want to put down Jokic, you know, in, in, just because they're Philly fans or whatever agenda. And I think a lot of these ex-players have agendas for whatever reason. We can get into that. It's a separate conversation. I think part of it is Jokic doesn't look the part, you know, whether 100%. it's body type. You know, he's not from America. I think there's a little bit of that to it. Uh, I, you know, I will say this, though, to jump in. Did you hear what uh, Greenberg said? Not that I love Mike Greenberg. I, I actually do not. really don't love him. But um, he said yesterday, uh, I forget on which one of the eight shows that he hosts, but he said, I made a mistake. He said, I let the, I let the analytics and the NBA uh, stat nerds get in my head. I voted for Jokic. I should have voted for Embiid. That's fuel on the fire in Philadelphia. You know, that that quote got picked up like a, you know, wildfire. See, see, I think that gets overblown like it's these obscure stats with Jokic and you have to figure out the, you know, the, the stats nobody's ever heard of. You can use the most basic stats like he shot 65% on twos and beat shot 52%. Like I said, he averaged, what, 27, 14, and 8 on 58% shooting. It's not like these are right. random stats. That's a hell, He almost averaged a triple-double. I mean, he, Jokic had a hell of a year, as did Embiid. Embiid's awesome. And, and I kind of hope as somebody with Philly Futures tickets that Embiid comes out as a possessed man and just dominates tonight and puts it on his back and I has that signature will. moment. I, I kind of think he will, too. And, boy, this would be a signature moment because for all of Embiid's talent, I love Embiid. Look, he hasn't made it out of the second round either. He only made it to the second round. Not only made it last year against the Hawks, and then they had the year against Toronto uh, a couple years ago. But, you know, to put his you know rubber stamp on this series, get them to the conference finals, come back from 2-0 deficit face, with, with all these injuries, uh, that would be really kind of a, an MVP moment for Embiid. I'm surprised Philly fans are, are that much wrap, are that wrapped into who won the MVP. I mean, I, if my team's still in the playoffs, I want to win the championship. I want to get to a finals, a conference finals. Obviously, you want your guy to win the MVP, but uh, yeah. the team accomplishment would be much more important to me. 100%. I mean, and it is. I just think it's, yeah. you know, it's stupid Twitter talk and arguments with, uh, with like, at, with every fan base, but especially here in Philadelphia right now, with Embiid playing and Jokic not. I mean, and I will make this final point with 
um, Jokic and Bede talk. Like it doesn't help that Jokic has to get has to get pulled off the floor in big defensive spots because he's a liability. I yeah, mean, that's, it, that's where I will I will disagree with the analytics that the analytics say he's a really good defensive player. He's not. Now he's, he may no. be better than people might think, but he's not. He's always been kind of a DH. Now he's great on offense. I mean, he, the passing, the shooting, he's just incredible. But he is more of a DH. Embiid's more of a defensive player. Embiid's a hell of a player, and it's funny. You know, Giannis is probably better than both of them. And, and to use people's argument against them, if the Sixers lose this series to Miami and the Bucks beat the Celtics, should we say Giannis should be the MVP because Embiid's eliminated and Giannis is still in there? I mean, it gets really tricky when you start to go down that road. Yeah, I, I listen, but I think that's fair. <laughs> like, I think Draymond Green a month or so ago said, you know, it should have gone to Devin Booker. Well, that's I don't disagree with that, you know? Yeah, I don't like, know that I put Booker on the same level as these guys. I, I I don't know about that. I mean, look, to your point, though. But, I mean, like, at one point, Will, wasn't it about the best team in the league and whoever the best player was on that team? I know it's not that simple, but, like, it just changes so much, I think, every few years on the qualifications and true. the requirements for winning this award, depending on how the voters are feeling. I don't know if that's fair. Yeah, I think the voters have gotten a little smarter, barring the the – Russell Westbrook award, which to me was just ridiculous because that was really just stat padding at its all time best, um, yeah. you know, boxing out his own teammates for rebounds. Other than that, I think the voters have gotten a little smarter. I mean, usually it is, you're right, the best team on a one or a two seed. But I, I think a couple of things, I think with all the load management, all the injuries, especially last year in the shortened season, I think voters have a more open mind to, hey, just because a guy's a five seed or a six seed mm -hmm. or a four seed doesn't mean he can be the MVP. I mean, people make it seem like, oh, well, Jokic, his team was a six seed. Well, Embiid's team was a four seed. There was like three or four games that separated him. So um, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, look, if Durant played the whole year, Durant would be in the conversation. So it, it's an all, it was like an all-time MVP season. Uh, I'm just surprised how much people are discrediting Jokic. Jokic had an incredible season. There was one WNBA player who I've never heard of, which would be uh, a lot of them said, I can't believe they gave that man the award. Like, you can't believe they gave him the award. I mean, he was minus 600 to win it at the end of the season. He almost averaged a triple-double. What do you mean you can't believe they gave it to him? I think it's just a lot of optics, too. You know, just like how they visually look and play the game. Right. And how dominant Joel has been over the past couple of weeks while Jokic is home, that doesn't help the dynamic either. But listen... I hear you. Jokic is more than deserving. I think just here on this side of the fence, it's everyone saying so is so is Embiid, you know, sticking up for their guy, so to speak. But yeah, I, and I think look, if you're a big time Sixers fan and you're watching 82 Sixers games a year, how many people are honestly watching 82 Sixers games and 82 Nuggets games? So you're, a lot of these people probably aren't watching. I the think Nuggets that's a good point. Much. You're probably yeah, not watching listen. Denver very much. How many of the voters are watching Jokic 82 times, though? No, I mean, 82, no, but I think people watch him more than – look, I, it's so predictable. You, you click on Twitter and you see somebody, you know, putting down uh, Jokic, saying Embiid should be the MVP. You click on their profile, they have a Sixers avatar. They're from Philadelphia. So of course. I think it's a lot of people who – I think people are telling on themselves when you put down Jokic. I just think Jokic is incredible. And I think Embiid's incredible. I just think Jokic had a slightly better year. I was just – I was surprised how much – uh, you know, controversy there was over this. And, and like I said, you and I are both on Philly tonight. We're both on yeah. Philly to win this series and hopefully make a run here. So hopefully Embiid takes this to heart, gets out there and goes fired up and, and you know, puts his team on his back and uh, takes him one win away from clinching the series. That would be a, a hell of an accomplishment. I hope so too, man. I guess really quickly before we wrap up our, our crossover portion of our episodes here, um, Dallas and Phoenix tonight, that series is interesting, 2-2. Two, two. 
can Phoenix take the lead? Can Dallas sort of shock the world, if you will, if, if you will and take a 3-2 series lead? Yeah, home court is kind of held serve here. I would expect Phoenix to do it, but boy, you get into a best two out of three and Luka's on the other team, you don't want to get in a situation where you're in a game seven and that guy can steal a series because that guy is really dangerous, uh, just an incredible scorer, just an incredible offensive player with his passing, his size, his strength. I figure Phoenix will, will figure out a way here to get two out of three. I'm not crazy about laying the six, so I'd probably either take the points with Dallas or just not bet it. Yeah, I think that's a good call. I, I would agree with you. Um, all right, any other thoughts on the NBA playoffs? We can maybe wrap up final minute with a baseball thought or two, but uh, I guess who do you have? We can end on this with the NBA talk. Who do you have coming out of the West? Who do you have coming out of the East, if you had to call it right now? Uh, well, your, your Philadelphia audience probably doesn't like me the way I've been talking about the MVP, but I'll, I'll warm them up to me a little bit. I will go Suns Sixers for the NBA championship. How about that? You just want him back over. All is forgiven, right? All is forgiven. Just like that, man. Look, it's I love it, beat. I just think it's unfair. I think you know what annoys me is I I watch a lot and you watch a lot. And I think people who watch less sometimes come out with these opinions like, dude, you you're clearly not watching it. At best, it's very close. So, you know, to put down one guy or another, I, I think it's not really fair. Listen, Philly fans are annoyingly passionate and defensive of their team. It's like they'll they'll uh criticize their team. But as soon as someone else yes. does, you know, they blindly defend them. <laughs> hey, let's get 40 and 18 out of MB tonight. Let's get up three games to two and let's get some of these, these Sixers tickets home. Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you to Ryan Rothstein. We'll be back tomorrow. Jason Weingarten of the Wide World of Weingarten podcast. We'll talk some MLB futures, rookie of the year, MVP. He's got big bets and opinions all over the place. So haven't talked to Jason in a few weeks. Looking forward to that. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you to Ryan Rothstein. This is the New York City cast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.